Good morning, everyone, and welcome to You're the Manager podcast. Well, as you can tell from the title, probably, uh, we're back covering the United States men's national team as they are currently in the CONCACAF Gold Cup tournament. And uh, I promise I will eventually uh, start doing some episodes on some other teams. Um, but for now, we're going to stick with the United States men's national team uh, because, uh, you know, all club teams except for the MLS are, are in preseason right now. So not much to cover really there. But anyway, the United States played their first group stage game in the CONCACAF Gold Cup against uh, Haiti. And uh, they were able to get the 1-0 win in a uh, scrappy, to say the least, uh, game in Kansas City. Uh, scrappy, nervous, uh, disjointed. It it was uh it was it was an interesting performance to say the least. But you know a win's a win in a competitive tournament. You know he got the three points, and uh, you know the, there's there's four teams in this group. The top two teams advance to the knockout stage. Uh, the United States is in a group with Canada, Haiti, and Martinique. So, especially with this win over Haiti, you kind of expect them to go through. But anything can happen, I suppose. But, um, yeah, you kind of expect the United States and Canada to go through, especially now that they both won their first games. But, anyway, let's get back into the game. Uh, Sam Vines was able to uh, score the lone goal off of a Giassi Zardes uh, assist. Um you know, it was it was an early it was an early goal, and we weren't able to capitalize on any other chances the rest of the game. Uh, but all credit to Haiti, they they played well, and they and it's not like they were sitting back and playing defense the whole game either. They were they were kind of taking the game to the United States, and they had a lot of chances, and they definitely could have scored. Uh, one or two, in my opinion, um, you know, some some decent saves from uh, Turner and uh, maybe Haiti lacked the end product a little bit, but uh, you know, a, a team like even Canada uh, getting those chances, they're definitely definitely going to put at least one in the back of the net. So uh, definitely some things to work on after this game. Um, which is which is good, you know. Always good to be able to work on something. So, um, so yeah, Sam Vines with his uh, uh, first goal uh, ever um, for the U.S. senior team. So uh, good on him. Uh, as as for the rest of the game, he, uh, in my opinion, was pre- was pretty poor. I thought, and there were there were a lot of guys that were uh, having some. That that had some bad performances. Uh, I'll be honest, but uh, it is what it is. He, he can't take away that he got his first goal, right? So, uh, yeah, good for good for Sam Vines, but definitely gotta definitely gotta uh, tune up. Uh, we'll say because he he is pretty bad on defense, and he gave the ball away a lot. Uh, a lot.
lot, a lot. So uh, definitely some things to work on. Uh, Jossi Zardes with, uh, with a good assist on the goal there, but uh, didn't really look that dangerous uh, doing anything else. I would have liked to see Daryl DK or uh, Matthew Hoppy um, starting in place of him, but maybe maybe against Martinique uh, in the next game. We'll see one of those guys. Um, yeah, I mean, Haiti looked well the rest of the game. You know, didn't concede again. U.S. didn't have a ton of chances the rest of the game either. You know, the, the Haitian goalkeeper only had four saves. And, uh, yeah, the, but um, the only other really dangerous uh, chances I saw that could have gone in, um, Nicholas Garcini uh, hit the post. Uh, you know, he's, he was pretty wide open for that shot. But, uh, yeah, he hit the post. That probably should have been uh, the second goal. Um, you know, Gianluca Busio had a, a, a volley from probably like 30 yards or something, 35 yards. And he hit it super clean, but kind of kind of right at him. So the goalkeeper was able to make the save. But, um, yeah, it was 1-0 win. Um, not, not many highlights, to be honest. Um, there's a, a few guys that I, I'm going to, uh, talk about that I was impressed with and a few guys that I was not impressed with, but, um, we'll just go through uh, the starting lineup for now. So, uh, Matt Turner and goal, of course, uh, and then going from right to left on the back line, we got Shaq Moore, Walker Zimmerman, Miles Robinson, and Sam Vines. I thought the best player um, in that back line was Shaq Moore, and the worst player was Sam Vines. Shaq Moore looked uh, really good, and that's good to see, uh, really good to see. You know, he, he had a, a brief stint with the United States men's national team uh, about a year ago when we were uh, turning over managers, and there was a big emphasis put on you know, getting these young European guys a chance in the team. And Shaq Moore was uh, one of the guys brought up before uh, Serginho Dest, uh, you know, committed to the U.S. So uh, he had a lot of chances. Um, but then he kind of, we didn't really see him again for a while. You know, he's playing in uh, Spain's second division, but he had a really good game. And he, that's just, I mean, kind of all there is to say. I mean, he just looked really good. So I I think he's going to be um, a really good option uh, at right back, you know, at least for the rest of this tournament. I think he's the first choice right back for sure, uh, far and away, um, because Reggie Cannon is not in this camp, if I'm not mistaken. Or is he? Reggie, yeah, yeah. Actually, Reggie Cannon is in this camp. Um, but yeah, uh, him and Reggie Cannon switching off games, I'll, I'll take that all day. So good performance by Shaq Moore. Walker Zimmerman and Miles Robinson were the two center backs. Uh, you know, about what you expect from a U.S. center back at this point. I mean, they had some decent. Uh, some decent moments this game. Um, some 
pretty poor uh, poor moments of this game, but that's just kind of what you come to expect from a U.S. center back at this point other than John Brooks. So that's kind of uh, – it is what it is, you know. They they kept a clean sheet. So, uh, you know, get on them. You can't really, uh, you know, slander them too much if they keep a clean sheet. So uh, Sam Vines, on the other hand, he did get the goal, but – the rest of his performance was was very bad. You know, just sloppy in possession, um, <clears throat> not marking very well on defense, just kind of sleeping. But moving on to our midfield three, we had, uh, it looked like uh, Sebastian Legette, Kellen Acosta. Well, our midfield trio was uh, Sebastian Legette, Kellen Acosta, and Jackson Ewell. It looked kind of like uh, Legette and Acosta might have been playing kind of a uh, a defensive mid, kind of maybe a center mid um, with Jackson Ewell just a little bit higher uh, than them. Um, but uh, Jackson Ewell, obviously a terrible performance. I mean, I... I just don't understand how he keeps getting called up into these camps. I mean, even even uh, with these like third choice guys in this uh, call up, I mean, I just don't think he should be here. Like again, I just don't think he should play uh, for the U.S. again. I, I really don't. I mean, he's just having performance after performance that are just bad. Like, just very bad, and I I don't know. I mean, I get he's a decent player in the MLS, and he's had some some good showings. But I is there a showing he's had for the U.S. that's been good? I really don't know. I don't know, but he hasn't in a very long time. And John uh, Luca Busio, uh, he replaced him in the second half, and just the <laughs> just the change that we were able to see in Busio's short time being on was insane. Uh, you know, he came on for Jackson Yule and immediately changed the whole game for the U.S. You know, he was in, everyone was passing it to him, and he looked so comfortable on the ball. You know, he was aware of his surroundings. You could see every time a ball came to him, he knew where everyone was and what he wanted to do before he got the ball which is a sign of a good midfielder. And it looked like he was kind of taking in that uh, a number six role. It looked like he was he was the deepest lying midfielder when he came on. Um, and he just, he controlled the play. And he looked, he, he sought out the ball. He wanted the ball, which is great to see. Uh, technically, just very good. And yeah, yeah. To say the least, I, you know, I'm I'm impressed. I'm very impressed, and I think, I think he should get the start against Martinique, and I think he will in a short time being on. He just he impressed so much uh, to everyone. I think so. I thought it was a really good performance from him. Didn't get an end product like an assist or a goal or anything, but um, you could just tell. Uh, if he would have played the whole game, you know, dangerous things would have happened. And, you know, at the time he came on, Haiti was taking it to us a little bit, you know, getting a lot of chances. But um, as soon as Busio came on, I mean, we had a, 
uh, a run of possession there, passing the ball around for, you know, 10, 15 minutes without giving up possession. And he was like within all of those passes, you know, controlling the game. So uh, good performance from him. And I'm excited to see him the rest of the tournament. Uh, he's an exciting player. And I think he could be that number six that, that we were uh, that we were searching for. <clears throat> Let's see who else. Um, our front three we had Jonathan going from left to right this time. We got Jonathan Lewis, um, <clears throat> Giassi Zardes, and Paul Ariola. Uh, Ariola unfortunately had to come off early in the game in the 14th minute. Um, he had a, a hamstring issue. Didn't look too serious, um, so that's good. But uh, still sad to see. Hopefully he can come back by the end of this tournament because I've always been a big fan of, of Paul Ariola. He gets the job done. Um, he gets some goals. He's just a solid player, and he'll do what whatever uh, Berhalter asks of him. So a good player to have, and he's, <clears throat> he's solid. He's a solid player. I mean, he's not anything super special he's definitely not close to being our first choice guy on the wings but um, especially for these kind of tournaments it's it's good to have him Jonathan Lewis on the other hand probably should not be called out to the United States uh, ever again unless he somehow gets really good at soccer which I don't I don't see pretty bad performance from him didn't do much of anything at all just giving the ball away a lot so uh, pretty disappointing from him, but I don't think many people had high expectations for him uh, anyway. Just kind of what we were expecting to see. So take that with a grain of salt. Hopefully we won't see him back in action uh, anymore, which would uh, which would be nice. But uh, yeah, that was our, our starting lineup, I think. Um if I had to give a men of the match performance from our starting 11, I think it was probably uh, Shaq Moore. Uh, even though Sam Vines got the goal, it was just so bad the rest of the time. Uh, yeah, I'll give it I'll give it to Shaq Moore. Just put in a, a good surprising performance, uh, which was nice to see. Um, we had, uh, moving on from that, we had four, five subs. Um, our five subs were uh, Eric Williamson, Gianluca Busio, uh, Daryl DK, uh, Nicholas Gauchini, and James Sands. Okay, so uh, of course, Paul Ariel had to come off early, so Gauchini had to come in and play right wing. Uh, he had a pretty good game. I thought uh, he didn't he didn't have an end product or anything, but uh, he did hit the post once, and um, he didn't do you know too many stupid things with the ball. Uh, so just a solid performance from him. <clears throat> we also had uh, uh, let's see who was our next. Uh, I, I, I believe uh, Derek uh, or Derek Daryl DK was was our next sub. He came on with Gianluca Busio. Uh, DK didn't really have a chance to, to do anything, uh, to be fair. Um, 
yeah, he, he didn't really get he didn't really get much service at all. Uh, it looked like whenever uh, he came on, they went to a, a kind of a three five two formation um, with him and Zardes up front. But he, you know, he just he wasn't really able to get much service. Um, so uh, it didn't really do much. I mean, but it, it was still good to see him out there. Uh, I think he'll. Hopefully get the start against Martinique, or uh, if they're saving him from Canada, I wouldn't complain about that. Because um, I'd also like to see Matthew Hoppy play at some point, <clears throat> some point soon, hopefully. But yeah, DK didn't really have much to do, um, but it looked like he was, you know, full of energy, looked fast. Uh, kind of was chasing the ball around whenever Hades' back line was trying to pass. So, um, you know, it's good to see that, him putting in effort, even though he's not getting much service at all. Um, he did have one shot on goal uh, after that, uh, after Busio hit that really clean volley. Um, and the goalkeeper had to, to kind of, punch it up in the air and then it kind of knocked around fell to Daryl and uh, he put a left shot a left footed shot kind of low not really close enough to a corner and the goalkeeper was able to save it pretty comfortably but that's about all the action he had his only chance so hoping to see more from from him uh, going forward in this tournament and I think we will um Let's see who is next. Uh, we'll go Eric Williamson. So Eric Williamson came on for Shaq Moore, and it looked well, it looked like they <clears throat> went to uh, whenever all of these subs were being made. It looked like they went to a back three and had Sam Vines pushed up pretty high. Um. And then when Eric Williamson came on for Shaq Moore, they had him pushed up pretty high uh, on the right. So uh, he didn't really do much in possession, uh, Eric Williamson. Um, um, yeah, so he didn't really do much in possession, but, uh, you know, he tracked back pretty good. And he had a, he had a few moments where Haiti was looking, you know, pretty dangerous on the counterattack and he tracked back and kind of poked the ball away. So it was good to see that. Um, good to see that from him, him kind of making up for uh, some of our mistakes and then, you know, being able to track back and, and, and thwart the, the counterattack. So, you know, he had, he had a few good moments, uh, a decent performance, didn't really have time to really get into the game and do anything special. Um, and then our last two, I kind of already talked about him, but John Luca Busio uh, really played well. <clears throat> he was only on for a little bit like the rest of the guys, but he kind of was able to uh, put his footprint on the game per se. Um, it looked like he completed pretty much every pass, you know, um, just looked super comfortable on the ball, controlling play, uh, seeking out the ball, knowing what he's going to do with his passes. Uh, just good to see from him. And, uh, yeah, so I already talked about him, so I won't say much more. But, um, yeah, excited to excited to watch him play the rest of the tournament. And then 
our last sub who came on for Nicholas Gauchini late in the game was James Sands. And he went uh, to be a center back as, as part of that back three that uh, Burhalter switched to uh, towards the end of the game. And I'll be honest, I was I was impressed. I was impressed. You know, I've always been a bit of a believer in James Sands, and I thought he might be able to be kind of uh, that backup to Tyler Adams at the six. Um, you know, obviously there's there's many options and different ways we can switch around players. Like if Tyler Adams is out again. I know a lot of people might want to see Eunice Musa at the six, but Burhalter kind of seems pretty adamant that he doesn't want him at the six. He'd rather have him pushed up higher up the field in midfield, Eunice Musa, uh, that is. So we might not be able to see him at the six. So I thought uh, James Sands might be that guy, but, uh, you know, I think Greg's going to play him at center back this tournament because. When you look at the the Gold Cup roster that was released, he was listed under defenders. So we might see him at center back uh, for this tournament. And I was a little confused because I I thought he would be a better choice at maybe um, at the number six or in midfield because he's he's pretty uh, technical and he's good at passing. But uh, yeah, I, I I thought he played well in the short stint that he was on. Um, he, you know, he, he did his job whenever the ball was coming at him <clears throat> and he, he looked comfortable defending back there and I was impressed. So I would, I would definitely like to see him start a whole game at center back and see what he can do because we know he's a good passer and Burhalter wants to play from the back. So I, I think he could be a serious option uh, at center back because of his ability uh, to to play good passes. And he did. He did. He, he, he played some good passes. He had one uh, long ball that was not even close. But other than that, he, he, he was playing some, some good balls out of the back and looked comfortable, was winning some aerial duels. So who knows? Who knows what we'll see, but... Um, that's pretty much all I got just to, I mean, kind of summarize things, you know, a one win is, you know, a win's a win, uh, whether it's a one win over France or Haiti, it's all three points, uh, in the end. So it is what it is, but we did our job. Uh, they were expected to win and they did win. doesn't matter how pretty it has to be. Three points is three points. So. That's that's the main takeaway from the game. Uh, they did their jobs. Uh, had some uh, exciting performances sprinkled in, some pro performances sprinkled in, which is uh, you know about the uh, the mo for for the U.S. men's national team. But hopefully that changes. Hopefully that changes. But uh, yeah. So our next game is going to be. Uh, against Martinique, and that will be July 16th. So July 16th, we're going to play our second group stage game against Martinique. And um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. We should be able to, to win that one pretty easily, but 
then again, we were supposed to win this game pretty easily. But uh, to be fair, Haiti did make the semifinals in the last Gold Cup. So uh, that's something to be said for them. But anyway, we'll catch y'all back in action possibly on July 17th or July 18th when we discuss the uh, U.S. and Martinique game. Um, A few players I would just like to see start or play a big chunk in that Martinique game would be Daryl DK, James Sands, John Luca Busio, um, and then probably George Bello, uh, because I don't want to see Sam Vines out there for a whole game again. And haven't really seen, you know, George Bello came on the scene pretty, pretty rapidly when he came on for Atlanta United as like a, a 16 or 17 year old. I forget what it was. I think 16 year old. But I haven't seen a, a, a whole lot of him since, so it would be nice to to see him. So anyway, thank you guys for, for tuning in. Uh, whether you're a, a U.S. fan or not, I'm sure most of you are a U.S. fan, but uh, we got the 101, so uh, it's a good day today, uh, the day after. It would have been a, a bit of a disappointment going into work on Monday after a, a loss to Haiti in the Gold Cup, <laughs> but uh thankfully that didn't happen but enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your weeks uh whatever you have going on thank you guys for tuning in make sure you tell your friends and tell your family uh if there's any big u.s fans that you know go ahead and have them uh take a listen in to the podcast but uh yeah so thank you guys for stopping by and listening and we'll catch you later on the next episode when the Uh, U.S. plays Martinique in the second group stage game in the CONCACAF Gold Cup. But uh, that being said, you guys have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you next time.